0: Hockey fans, welcome to Across the Pond, Hong Kong's first and only hockey podcast. I'm your host Chris Ivany here at the amazing Sunset Studio, as always, with co-host Jesse Lussier and our head honcho, Mr. Paul McClain. Jesse, how was your weekend, buddy? What's going
1: on, boys? What's going on? Another weekend in Hong Kong's come and gone. You survived another one. Survived barely. Survival it's, mode. Uh, it's chilly here today. It's freezing in Hong Kong. Cold. Yeah, it's a it's a balmy eighteen tonight. <laughs> <laughs> almost had to put a long sleeve shirt on. Hoodies
0: almost. are on, folks. Yep. Long <laughs> johns
2: are next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, Good you... to see you, boys. Yeah, you yeah. too,
0: Jess. Uh, Paul, you had an interesting weekend here at the studio. I did. I Paul did. Paul just brought a blanket in with him this oh, weekend. Oh my god! Stayed. I should have just stayed here. Yeah,
2: I had uh, yeah late one here on Friday night with a band I was jamming with, and then uh, Saturday I had like an eight-hour session with a band that was recording and mixing, and then yesterday it was. 10 straight hours with the good buddy of the podcast actually. Yeah, Darryl.
0: Mr. Daryl Wong. Daryl Wong was here doing a little bit of metal music with a band called Meatgasm. Yeah, this guy's band's <laughs> incredible. So Meat-gasm, the band is called Meat Gasm and all their songs are about meat. Yeah. It's great. And Damn. it's the heaviest metal you will oh, ever listened to. it's awesome. <laughs> it's music awesome. don't stop, dude. Us. And Daryl yeah. Wong is like this small little guy um He he was on the podcast. He's big in the inline hockey world here. Great fella. Just, you'd never guess that he's like a hard metal musician. It's 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 awesome. awesome. Yeah. The sound that comes out of that guy's fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, yeah, well, it's good thing that you made it, Paul.
2: Well, you know, I I,
0: I only woke up about two hours ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> Paul had Paul had a, a 16 ounce steak for breakfast. <laughs> uh, it was delicious.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, we- any uh, problems with our sound quality? Just know that
0: Paul yeah. has fallen asleep <laughs> <laughs> in the cereal <studio. laughs> Yeah, literally. <laughs> uh let's get things going before we do fall asleep here boys that's uh, good that's a good thing okay so anyways this week's question oh, goes, here we
2: go boys i thought we I, 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 I could no, get by no, no, we no. can't
1: do any worse than we did last this week this one's so.
2: gonna be easy though this one's oh, a very God. easy one i fell for you last week because i went back a little bit too far in the, in the timeline this one is going to be simple this one's all going to be about rookies in the nhl schmelz okay so which one of these rookies did not score fifty goals in their rookie season? Did
0: not score. Did 50?
2: not score fifty goals in their rookie season. The only a few people not a bad have done. That. Way to this start is, the NHL. This is great. So we got Joe Newendike. We got Jesse's number one uh, man, Mike Bossy. Ooh. We got Mario Lemieux, and why not throw a little bit of T. Mussolini in there? So which one of those guys did not score 50 goals in their rookie season?
1: So Timo Solani has the record for most yeah, goals by a rookie. 76, right? 72 or six, 76. 76 is. is right. 76. 76 is his. All right, I'm
0: leaving. See
2: 76. you, that. <laughs> That's good. I know. Can you imagine that? 76 goals in your rookie <laughs> yeah. season. You'd be like, Unbelievable. The, I don't know how I do that. Oh, man.
0: Um, It would be stupid if Lemieux didn't. Yep. Yeah that great. would be dumb yeah. yeah. so then we got Newendike, and Mike Box. who and I Mike think bossy. won a cup
1: they won a cup early like it was Newendike, Fleury stars. no no no, oh, no and Calgary, Calgary. Sorry. Yeah, and then he Calgary. got dealt yeah. a cup early and he was one of their big players did he
0: score 50 it's between him and Bossy but I mean
1: Bossy scored 50 goals every season Pretty you much. would think Pretty but much. not till I'm going with Bossy
0: you going with Bossy
2: yeah, I like, yeah. You going you bossy? Bossy? I'm on it
0: I'm on Bossy yeah can't say Lemieux. I gotta go and Dyke. Survey says you're both wrong. <laughs> no, <laughs> Lemieux? Lemieux. How, How many? many did he get? <laughs> what a bust! I don't know.
2: They didn't give the answer. Oh, God. <laughs> God. What, <laughs> a what a bust! What a bust! Dyke, 51 God. goals. Damn it. Salami, salami, yeah. salami, <laughs> <laughs> 76. And Mike Bossy got 53. No. God. So Lemieux must have been 49. Yeah. 49 and a half.
0: Maybe he uh, just didn't play many games. I know, exactly.
2: Jeez. Damn, Damn it. Another you one on
1: the board for Paul. I Double think he's suppers, taking
2: the boys. lead. Double suppers. I, I think he's taking the lead. I love kick this. Kick I mean, do you know anything show. about hockey, <laughs> No, 76 goals, team <laughs> up. All right,
1: jeez. Thanks,
0: Paul. Uh, Thanks for having uh, My uh, entire uh, fan base a bunch make of jokes are good. All right, first period brought to you by China Hockey Group. Tonight's
2: program is brought to you by the China Hockey Group. The CHG is a family-oriented group of ice hockey leagues, training programs, and community initiatives geared at developing ice hockey in Hong Kong and southern China. Established in 2011, the CHG is comprised of various programs for players of all levels, from the exceptional Junior Tigers program, the HKBN Island League, the Learn to Play and Learn to Skate programs, all the way up to their adult leagues, which include the SCIHL for those looking for a fun recreational experience, and the CIHL, which is the only elite full contact adult hockey league. If you're looking for some hockey equipment, or if you even need your skates sharpened, stop by the CHG Showroom in Central, an exclusive reseller of warrior and power equipment. For more information about their programs, Check out their website at ChinaHockeyGroup.com. That's ChinaHockeyGroup.com.
0: All right, let's kick off this week, Jess, uh, as always, with our Big Bite of the Week. The Big Bite of the Week is brought to you by the Big Bite Restaurant here in Hong Kong. Folks, Canadian-owned, Canadian steaks, Canadian sirloin, beef, burgers, great wings, great poutine. They got fries. They got shakes. Paul, they got everything at the Big Bite, don't they? I think they even
2: have pizza. They do. They even Boom. have pizza. Although have. I probably wouldn't go for pizza with all that <laughs> yeah. other
0: stuff on the menu. That's probably, probably a good idea. Go lunch. stick with the wings and yes, the poutines. Yes. Uh, speaking of wings, they do have wing night on Tuesday nights in North Point, um, Wednesday nights in Saiwan at the Big Bite Flame and Grill. And they also have steak night on Thursday nights, folks. Stop by the Big Bite or find them on Facebook and give them a follow. All right, Jess, our Big Bite of the Week. This one was uh, a little while in the making due to the pandemic, but the 2020 Hall of Fame inductees have finally been inducted into the Hall of Fame. So a big round of applause for all six of our inductees this year. Um, So just quickly, Jess, um, we got um, six definitely uh, worthy inductees this year. No question. Uh, Mr. Doug Wilson, uh, Kim St. Pierre, Kevin Lowe, Jerome McGinnla, Marion Hosa, and Kenny Holland. Mm. So, right off the bat, we've got two first ballot Hall of Famers there, first year eligible. We've got Jerome McGinnla and, Mar- and Marion Hosa. Yep. Um, Dougie Wilson and Kevin Lowe took a long time to get in. Kenny Holland in the builders category, and Kim St. Pierre, maybe one of the best female goalies of our generation. Any surprises there, Jess? What are your initial thoughts there on the Hall of Fame inductees?
1: Well, I remember when Hosa, it was such a tragic way for him to end his career, you know, know. having to kind of be forced to leave the game with, you know, the skin condition. But I remember at first, you know, first ballot seeing his name come across, I have to admit, I was actually quite surprised. And then, but then you look into his stats, man, you know, this guy, he got, You know, over 1,100 points, 1,300 games. Every single year, this guy was in the cup final for, like, a period of, you know, five, six years, it seemed like.
0: He was on the trade block every trade (laughs) deadline. He was so wanted.
1: Yeah, and I remember him back in Ottawa. I was telling you guys this earlier. Like, you know, Ottawa, their franchise was kind of, you know, stalled. There wasn't a lot of electricity. And then they kind of brought in some kids, and he was one of them and just reignited that fan base. He ended up going to Atlanta. Yeah, And then when Pittsburgh picked him up, you know, and on their first kind of cup run. Yeah. Instrumental part of that team. And then everyone remembers, you know, he leaves Pittsburgh after they lose to Detroit in the final, goes to Detroit, loses to Pittsburgh. Yeah. But then ends up winning it in Chicago and then becomes, a you know, an instrumental um, part of that. Three cups in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Crucial, yeah. crucial part. So no surprise there. Unbelievable player. Was dominant for a long time. Great two-way player. One of the yes. best, you know. That's in the, the thing. In the, His
0: consistency was yeah. what is the reason why he's in the Hall of Fame, in
1: my opinion. Yeah, so no surprise there. And then, obviously, moving over to Iginla, I mean, come on.
0: Yeah, so Hosa was at point eight seven points a game for his career. All right. Ahead of Aginla, who was point oh, yeah. eight four. Would that surprise you? Well, you know, Gindler didn't pass the puck too much. <laughs> <laughs> and he also had like 500 more Pims than yeah, Hossa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He played yeah, a different, different style game. Yeah, of it was for in sure. the box. So there's definitely no surprise when we got first ballot Hall of Famers. I mean, both of them, super consistent careers, yeah. over 500 goals uh, for Hosa. I mean, those numbers don't lie. If you're no. going to do that throughout your career and you're going to win three cups, a yeah, like, uh, good chance you're going to be in the Hall of Fame. But like you said, I had to look back at his stats as well because mm. I had to prove, like I had to, really realize how many, how many, how how many great was. years yeah. this guy had yeah. and again can't say enough about him consummate yeah. leader professional maybe the most loved guy even his opponents respected him so yeah. much yeah uh, what are your thoughts on uh, on A-game? oh i mean look
1: you know here's a guy who just scored and scored and scored in the biggest games the biggest moments olympics yeah. playoffs but then not only would he put it in the net like you said, he had over what did he have over a thousand penalty minutes. Yeah, I remember. I'll never he forget was tough, this. Man. Do you remember that cup final when they're playing Tampa Bay, and him and Le Calvier squared up yes. in like a pinnacle game, at like a, the most important moments of the game? Yeah. Their two captains are fighting each other. That that, is, that was like yeah. I, hockey lore, man. Unbelievable. That is, that
0: totally is. And, and just
1: like, um, you know, here is a guy who's just like the embodiment of like a good Canadian hockey player. You know. Yeah. Great role model. Humble, great role model, like you said, yeah. For just like, I remember, you know, whatever walk of life, you know, that if you were growing up a hockey fan, like you wanted to be like Iggy, so. Yeah. And again- you know one of the most famous goals of all time
0: yeah it's Crosby's golden eggie. goal Iggy you know he's yeah. part of it i mean he's he didn't touch the puck but he did <laughs> <laughs> but he was on the ice that's right you know what though man like like you said he you know and he had to battle some some demons and yeah. some adversity throughout his career yeah. uh being a black player and you know he just was such a great role model his yeah. entire career he, he never through blame or shade at anyone, he took everything in stride. And let's yeah. take a look at this. I'm showing Jesse. If you look up his elite prospects, uh, you'll see a picture of his um, his accolades. Oh my God! Uh, you know, World Junior Championship, uh, World Championship, two Olympic golds, uh, World Cup golds, a memorial, two Memorial Cups. For a joke? Yeah. Um, and he's won a lot of hardware. Um, Foundation Player Award. He's got a Clancy, a Messier. He's got a. Uh, An Art Ross, two Maurice Richards. I mean, this guy is just. This guy needs a second home just for all (laughs) his trophies. Exactly. But
1: it's a great, you know, it's individual awards, it's leadership awards. I mean, this guy, this is the type of player you want to represent the game. Absolutely. No surprise. So, congratulations to to them both. First ballots, great to see.
0: And a quick look uh, Doug Wilson and Kevin Lowe, two guys who took a while to get there. Doug Wilson surprised me that he's still the Blackhawks all time leader in scoring for a defenseman. Crazy. Uh, Long career, successful career. I remember when he was in San Jose at the end of his career in the early 90s. Probably was a shell of what he used to be, but, you know, deserving. He's been uh, on the ballot for a long time, so it's good to see Dougie get in there. That's got to be special for family, you know, like... Yeah, you you know, in my generation, we didn't
1: really get to see this guy play, but yeah, you imagine just waiting year after year and then finally get in. That's got to be
0: pretty special. For oh you. man, especially when you're getting up there in age and you're yeah. seeing, and you got to beat out all the people that came in just that yeah, year. Yeah, he's retiring every year. You're like, jeez, yeah. I'm never getting <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and, uh, I mean, maybe a bit of a surprise to some people that Kevin Lowe um, is... with. If you look at his numbers, it's nothing spectacular when you look at it right away. Mm-hmm. But this is a guy who was an assistant captain and a captain of the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, he played all throughout the Oilers' cup runs. Um, he was a stay-at-home defenseman who did everything right and was a great leader. Um, you don't see a lot of guys like this in the Hockey Hall of Fame, Jess. No. But if you look at this guy's career... Like from 1979 until 98, he played in the playoffs all but three years. That's crazy, man. So I mean, if you got a defenseman on your team that that is that kind of leader and is that kind of a stay-at-home guy, I mean, obviously proofs in the That's pudding. That's how you there. win. You yeah. need them. You need, that. You need those guys. Yeah. So it's good to see a good stay-at-home guy like this get recognized what do yeah you think? and
1: then when his jersey gets retired in edmonton mcdavid goes and scores that goal i mean exactly yeah Dude. no it's great and you know paulie you know me love my defenseman um, <laughs> i know this i know this <laughs> so knows. d yeah, game d game yeah, d first always yep. but uh no i mean again i think year after year this guy you know he's there he probably you know doesn't get that call every single year and yep. then finally gets it it's pretty special and you know now he'll be forever
0: immortalized. So, no, yeah. oh, I'm happy with it. I'm happy with I it. I like it too. And um, the best speech of the whole uh, the whole night, the Hall of Fame in, inductee night, was Kim St. Pierre just touching. Uh, she hit all the right buttons. Um, super grateful. She mentioned all the great female players that came before her, which were all our generation, yeah. Cassie Campbell and Haley Wick and Heiser and uh, Manon Rayon, who was the first female goalie to suit up in, a, in an NHL game. Um, So, yeah, her speech was incredible, folks. If you haven't heard it yet, go back and listen to Kim St. Pierre. Just a tremendous role model for young men and women in the game. And she's probably one of the... The best goaltenders to ever suit up in a in a Canadian jersey. Uh, she had a great great career. She got three Olympic gold medals, five World Championship golds, four World Championship silvers, and um, a Canadian Women's Hockey League uh, trophy. So amazing career, Kim St Pierre. Congratulations! Yeah. And finally, Jess on the list uh, in the builders category. You know all about this guy, Mister Kenny Holland. Yes, Kenny Holland. He's still there, and he's already in the Hall of Fame, and he's yeah. still yeah still I working. Mean, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, you probably
0: couldn't go because
1: the team was on the road or something. Yeah. No, I mean, look, this guy was the architect of of the Red Wings. Um, you know, left there. Now he's you know he's putting his work in in, in Edmonton. Yeah. Um, again, just a, a a real old school, true pro of the game, and um, I actually really like this category. I know a lot of people sometimes they you know the hum and haw about it, but I think to make this game what it is, it requires so much more than just players. Yeah. Um, you know, and, the, and kind of the legends of the game. There's all this other stuff that goes into it. I remember, I think it was a couple years ago. Now, they they inducted um, you know legendary coach from from Canadian University. Shout out Canadian University. But mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I I really enjoy this category. And uh, again, I don't think the game is would be
0: what it is without those people. And I think Kenny yeah. Holland's one of them, so. Totally agree, bud. So that was our Big Bite of the Week, folks. And again, congratulations to all the Hall of Fame inductees. Jess, what do you got for us?
1: Yes. Okay, moving on. I'm so excited uh, about this one. So our Found Feel Good Story of the Week. Uh, found is uh, Asia's first CBD concept store. It's one of our sponsors. Um and for our listeners who who have been tuning in, you know that Found is on a mission to bring life changing benefits of cannabinoids back to the region. From its flagship flagship store tucked away in the leafy, quiet Chungwon neighborhood, and convenient online store, Found provides a relaxing and supportive environment to discover the benefits of CBD. Ivany, I know you like this
0: CBD stuff. This it's roll great on. man, yeah. The recovery, no, the recovery pills <laughs> are where it's at. Oh, he's on to the recovery pills, <laughs> guys. This I'm week. telling you, he's on to you the recovery pills. You know, you know how much I like to work out, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen up. So to our
1: listeners, well, you can get on these recovery pills too. And if you go into the store or onto their website or through Instagram or Facebook or at found.hk, you can get some of your own stuff with discount code ATP10. So That's check right. that out. So, okay. The found feel-good story of this week is a very good friend of mine. And it's, and it's one of the feel-good stories so far, I think, of the NHL. Yep. So Zach Fucali, you know, to our listeners who may not be familiar... I played with Zach Fucali back in Halifax. Um, you know, he, he started his career back in 2011 with the Mooseheads played five years in the Quebec major junior hockey league, had an unbelievable career. There was a very, very highly touted goalie ended up winning a mem cup in Halifax, um, went to the conference final the following year and then was traded to the ramparts who were hosting that year was ended up being drafted second round by the Montreal Canadiens, Won world junior gold. Uh, he was, he backstopped team Canada two years in a row, which is very rare. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, once this guy turns pro, you know, his career doesn't exactly go according to plan. He plays a couple of years in the AHL, his first year plays a lot, has a half-decent year. Second year, he doesn't play a ton, he's up and down between the coast. And then just from then on out, he was up and down, up and down, up and down. Every year he'd go to the Spengler, which was great. Yep. He would win, I think he won a few of them. But to our listeners out there who don't know this kid, this kid is like, the most positive genuine guy there is like just a guy that you're 100% rooting for mm-hmm. you know first of all he was probably one of the best goalies I've ever played with but you know to see him kind of go through that adversity but still year after year just hanging in there finally going into covid or the season of covid he's in Hershey in the in again up and down in the coast and then finally you know he pulls the the plug and goes to Europe right so he goes to Europe which is, you know, for most players, a very tough decision because you're basically effectively saying, "I'm done on my yeah. dream, right? of playing in the NHL." Then COVID hits. queue up next season. This guy starts in the AHL. A bit of a surprise, actually, when I saw him sign there with starts. Hershey. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, this guy gets a call up to the NHL. Yeah. It's it. It's happening. He's got to play. Couple injuries in Washington. Gets the start. Plays against the Red Wings. Gets a shutout
0: unbelievable story dude i know it's i was so happy Let's, watching him talk in the dressing room i almost cried yeah because he could tell he didn't know what to say yeah he was just like he's just a genuine guy you know the finally. video
1: yeah the video uh you know all his parents his parents yeah. um you know jack and linda flew out um you know no surprise that you know they're they're some of the greatest canadian hockey parents there are mm-hmm. but i'm just so happy for him you know he's a great story of just you know going through the grind. He never gave up. I'm sure there was times in his career where he was ready to just kind of pack it in, but he never did. He hung in there. And I remember just seeing that, like it it motivated me to just keep going and so, so proud of him. I'm not surprised, but I'm so happy to see that this literally could not happen to a better guy.
0: That's so cool, man. Yeah. I remember watching him in his second world juniors, um, he went 5 and 0. Oh. Yeah. I'm looking at his stats yeah. right now. 1.2 goals against and a 9.39 save percentage. And after that, you know, I knew he was he had already been drafted to Montreal and yeah. I thought, you know, he's going to have a tough road ahead with Price there because yeah. he's going to be there for a while. Yeah. So, it's always, you know, a crapshoot with goalies anyway because you never know where so they're going where they're going to progress from junior to the yeah. NHL. It's it's always a crapshoot with goalies. Yeah. That's why we don't see them drafted very yeah. high. But his numbers, man, like he's had some amazing years. Um he has great AHL numbers. Like his 2020 year he played 11 games and had a 1.8 to yeah. 932. He's never really had bad numbers, but he's never gotten his shot. Yeah. And for him to persevere for that many years, like if you look at his stats, if you look at each year, he's like you said bouncing back and forth, back yeah. and forth between the coast and the AHL. And uh he finally got his chance and
1: Yeah, it's so great oh, to see. Man. You know, so so what's cool too is You know, he's the first Capitals goalie to ever post a shutout in 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 a a debut. Yeah, in a debut, which is just unbelievable. And again, I I just can't stress this enough. Go and watch. Go find the videos of when he's coming back into the room, the reaction of his team. Like, that's just how you know a guy and the type of person he is when his whole team is just so juiced up for this guy. I mean, congratulations to Zach, man. Keep it going, buddy. You're, you're a, a true inspiration to so many people out there. So
0: happy for you and your family. That's the found feel-good story of the week. Awesome. Great story, Jess. And, um, yeah, I'm very happy and proud of, uh, of Zach as well. Uh, it, I love hearing this stuff, man. It's, it's, what, it's what it's all about. Um, before we move on to the next segment, Jess, I did want to ask you one quick question <clears throat> while we were on the moose heads there. Oh, yeah. Love this. Nikolai, yes. dealers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Highlight the other day shows him switching hands to beat a, to a guy and yeah. go around the net. Yeah. And then it snapped back to a couple of, re- of a couple of replays when he was with the Mooseheads, and he had done this before. Yeah. Have you seen that? Dude, we used to, he used to
1: work on it all the time in practice. Really? Yeah, you'd be doing a so drill. So he
0: worked on this in practice, going yeah, yeah. right and left-handed? In the, yeah,
1: imagine being the defenseman. Oh, you know, You're playing God. against like, you know, one of the better guys on the team. That's Practicing awesome. against him, and then he just comes around, he flips hands. You're like, dude, you have no respect
2: for me. What am I going to do now? <laughs>
1: but then he actually dangles <laughs> you and goes... Bonk. yeah, I mean, dude, it's no surprise. I see him do it all the time. Like if you watch him, like he'll just rip it out every now and then in games. It's insane. He was doing that since junior. He did right? that
0: at full speed, like in the NHL, it was no in the joke. National Hockey League. No joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, a really cool story there too. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on. We got the Yardley Brothers Craft Brewery spill of the week brought to you by our great friends at the Yardley Brothers Craft Brewery. You can check them, check out their website at YardleyBrothersHK. These guys are making award-winning craft craft beer. Basically, by the every month, they got a new award winner, don't they, Paul? Uh, they're absolutely crushing it over here in the uh, Asian craft beer categories. Yeah. Started. Up. <laughs> <laughs> what year did the they start, Paul? Paul? Actually, no, I, still awake over there, Mike. Uh, I was, just, I was just waking him up. Thinking I, just, I saw him slouching out. over there. I'm like, uh, I better yeah. throw him a question. Yeah, man, beer's uh, good. Paul, I should know this, but what uh, year was the when they start? Mario Lemieux got... <laughs> 43
2: <laughs> goals. He did get 100 points. <laughs> in his what, year, what year? Um, did, welcome back, Paul. Yeah.
0: They started making beer in their living room in, in Lama and Basically
2: in their bathtub, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, No, was it it, like six years ago? Maybe seven. It's
2: probably a little bit like that. Yeah,
0: I don't exactly know when they're established. Yeah, well, check them out, folks, uh, because they make delicious beers. Uh, So the Yardley Brothers spill of the week is uh, my biggest disappointment, or the biggest disappoint, the disappointing, the most disappointing story. (laughs) Words. (laughs) Yeah, I got to talk here. Uh, To me, right now, Jess, I'm really disappointed in whoever was in charge of building the arena in long island i mean the new york islanders just started <laughs> off their season on a 13 game road trip because their arena wasn't done in time i mean they started building it like five years ago <laughs> like you guys got deadlines the season starts right, and, we'll get on to it. this date we'll get to it <laughs> no no guys it won't be ready you got to start you got to play your first 13 games on the road and then you can finally come home ah. so you know as uh, as high as i've been on the islanders uh all year yeah and Oops. leading up to the air whoops uh <laughs> these guys have absolutely uh gotten off to a horrible start so i don't know if i'm more disappointed in the team or whoever made their schedule right or whoever was building the arena so okay so i am going after, a- after the contractors out. Contractors, <laughs> yeah there's some shady business work yeah, going yeah, on yeah, here yeah. so uh what first of all jess i know you've uh, you've You've played uh, at a pretty high level, and you know what it's like to go on a long road trip. Oh, man. Could you ever imagine starting a season, nonetheless, on a 13-gamer?
1: Yeah, I mean you are either gonna fall in love with your teammates, or the season's over because you can't stand
2: half <laughs> the
0: guys you play with. But I mean, no, look, you're right. I, you know,
1: maybe COVID threw a, a wrinkle in this thing, but I remember the disaster that it was when they finally unveiled that that new rink in Brooklyn. Yes, but then it was like built for basketball, yeah. and it was just a disaster. There was no seats. Guys to are the having to like out. skate across each other's boards. <laughs> <laughs> like guys are boomerang and pucks off
0: each other. <laughs> yeah, like hey guys, stop shooting. I gotta <laughs> skate across. Like it's just yeah.
1: a disaster and then
0: poorly designed. But
1: you know, it ended up working out for them because they they did go back to the Coliseum for a bit longer. They
0: did. They hung on to that for, for as long as they possibly yeah. could. But they've since they've lost six in a row. Jess. Oh, they 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 finally right got now. back home. I mean, they they've been going through a little bit of stuff with COVID. And they've yeah. had a few guys out. But I mean, this team um, is not a five eight and two hockey team. No. Um, they should they shouldn't. And then they could finally get home. And they lose their first two. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, if. It can't get any worse right now for the Islanders. Are no. we? Uh, are we going to see a, a turnaround here?
1: I mean, look, there. It's not a fluke that this team has went to the conference final. I think three of yeah. the last four years. Um, Is it know, too big of a barn, hole,
0: though? Is this too big of a hole for them to dig out of right now?
1: I don't know. I always like to think back to the uh To what was it? Um, when the Blues St. won the Louis. cup. I was yeah, say. When yeah. the Blues won the cup. But that's like you know an extreme bit of an anomaly. last place at the All Star break. Yeah, but I mean, we'll get into it, but you know, half their team isn't playing right now. Yeah. You know, so, new rink, on the road, it's, you know, probably a grind of, of a road trip, you know, 13 weeks, uh, 13 games. Yeah. That's like, you know, it's been, the season's been on for two months. Like, imagine not being home for two months, or like, you get home and then you're off. you don't practice, like, but look, Trotz will get those boys sorted out, no problem.
0: I agree. Uh, I think they'll get things sorted out, but man, that's a tough hole to build just to dig out of that early in the season. Yes. And uh, they got twelve points in 15 games. I yeah. mean, that is not gonna cut it.
1: No, no. But again, all it takes is just to get in. That's this type of team, whether they finish first in the division or just sneak in. a good point. That's kind of their 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 MO. But yeah, I think they know what they're doing over there, but clearly who doesn't is the contractors or architects <laughs> yeah. of the building. Yeah. Watch out Long Island contractors, because
0: Ivany is I'm on blood. my way. <laughs> Whatever mafia is running that, I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jess, uh, finish off the first period here with uh, our Psalm Sleeper of the Week.
1: Yes, moving on to our Psalm Sleeper. Um, for our listeners, a quick reminder of Psalm. Psalm is like a Red Bull for sleep. Boys, I don't know if you've had a chance to try this yet, but our boy Kosuke... Um, why do you think
0: paul's asleep right now
1: <laughs> yeah get w- a steak and a song <laughs> just put a steak in a can for me that will be good yeah. enough <laughs> 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 yeah so no psalm sleep um it's all it's a it's a can like i said it's like a red bull but for sleep all you got to do is drink a can 30 minutes before before you're ready to go to bed and it'll help you fall asleep faster and sleep through the night they've already delivered over two million nights of sleep so we know it works it tastes good too actually check it out Um, And it's used by over 60 pro sports teams, so you don't have to be worried about what's in there. Uh, And again, our listeners, you go to their website, check it out, ATP10, again, for a discount code. Um, You got to try this out, especially if you're having an issue sleeping or getting through the sleep for the night. I know I've been drinking this stuff. uh, It's unbelievable. So I think the world has been drinking some sleep on this team right here. So a reminder of this segment, we like to highlight teams or events or players that we think people have been sleeping on. And what I think, I know I've been sleeping on, is the Calgary Flames. Yes. The Calgary Flames right now are a team that the whole universe is sleeping on. Absolutely. Maybe for two reasons. Number one, we all kind of wrote them off. I think at the beginning of the season, I said this team's done. They should have blew themselves up. Yeah. Second Money of all... traded. trade it. God, trade them. Get rid Cheer of them. Cheer down. Out. Already got Washed on. up. Yeah. <laughs> the second thing is, is the team just down the street in Edmonton is like... They're just dominating the headlines and way but, more exciting. That's right, but but you know who's actually ahead of the Edmonton Oilers in the standings right now?
0: The Calgary Flames. They are. They've and they're they're rolling along pretty good right now. Uh, ask just ask Pauly how the Bruins did against them this morning. Dan Vladder slept right through it, boys. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> didn't see any. It, if, it hasn't been good. If
2: I didn't see it, it doesn't. exist. But an old an
0: old Bruin had a good day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Danny yeah.
2: Vladder. Oh Dan. So listen to this, guys. Yeah.
1: Nineteen games played. Yeah, 19. For this team. 11 wins, 3 losses, 5 overtime losses. They've scored 63 goals, and they've only let in 36 against.
0: That's insane.
1: 36 goals against. Are they the
0: best plus minus in the league right now? They are. Plus 27. They're scoring at an insane clip. That's just a couple goals
1: behind the Oilers, who score a million goals a game. Yeah. 36 goals is good for second fewest in the NHL. The only team that's ahead of them is Carolina, but they've played a couple less games. Wow. Now... One of the big reasons why this team is not letting any goals in is their goalies. So, Markstrom has five shutouts this year. Yeah. Uh, their backup goalie, Vladar, I think he's got two, right? So, we saw a stat this morning. Seven shutouts in the first 19 games. That's never happened in the NHL since they invented the forward pass. <laughs> <laughs> That's like saying, like, since, like, the when... Like, hockey was first invented. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's basically... Was it the 1920s? What I have that?
1: no idea. I didn't even know you couldn't pass the puck for What were guys <laughs> yeah, doing? Bro? It was rugby, How rugby rules. Did rugby rules. Was rugby <laughs> rules. Back. Back. How did the game work? It was rugby
0: rules. How did the game work?
2: Side passes. Yeah. Oh, he's scoring on the opposite net. No man. lines. Strong. Unbelievable. Yeah.
0: yeah, man, that is insane. Seven shutouts in 19 games. I mean, when I believe you did mention uh, when we were talk- doing our season preview, you did talk about that decor in Calgary. Yes. I mean... Are they that good or is it or is it their goaltending? Is it their system? I mean, Sutter shows up yeah. and just turns the team around. As soon as we they lose the puck, s- everyone skate to our own zone. They were they were ready to sell the farm yeah. like six months ago. And Monahan was horrible and everybody hated him. Yeah. And now all of a sudden he's not even being talked about. Yeah.
1: Um but they've got such a balanced like up up front line. You know, obviously Goudreau is finally back looking the way he he, he can. Uh, Elias Lindholm's bouncing back from this terrible year. He's lighting it up, man. He's lighting it up. like I didn't really, I didn't realize just Stud. how good this guy is. Obviously, yeah. you got Kachuk. Yeah. And then another guy that I think this could have been the sleeper as well, and I only realized him after they played the Leafs of the night, This Kylington guy. Yeah. On the back, I have no idea where he it came is, from. Is it
0: pronounced weird? Is like Shellington or something? It's like K Y, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like and it's pronounced. Yeah. S- yeah. Like- it's
1: Kylington. <laughs> No, but he's been great stud defenseman, and then obviously, you got Monahan. I mean, look, you keep the puck out of your own net, you got six good defensemen you can play, yeah, you got basically two and a half lines who are just contributing every night. I mean, this is a scary, scary team right now, and now. This is the team that won the Western Conference, I think two or three Do years ago. Do they
0: have shelf life behind Sider or they gotta win soon with
1: him? Oh, I mean, look, you can only stand up with a coach like this yeah. for so long. But hey, well, listen, when things are winning, I know there's no chance the owner of GM is gonna get rid of a coach, right? No. Guys are playing well, it's balanced. I mean, yeah, I think we've all been sleeping on this team. It's good to see, actually. It's good to see Calgary. Now look, I got a Whoa. hot take for you guys. <laughs> oh, hot takes. I got a hot take for you guys. Here
0: we go. We need we need personally, a-
1: I cannot stand watching the Calgary Flames play. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just because, like, growing up, they always played super late. Yeah. There's something about this team that just makes me want to saw sleep. How was that, with Polly? How was that, Polly? That's good.
2: That was not, eh? not bad, eh? That was not bad. I might use that. In my I just it's this like a week.
1: sleepy a team like the, the Devils used to be, you know. So maybe that's why I'm sleeping on them. But, I mean, look, it's time to wake up. And these well yeah Calgary man. Flames, and they're they're hot. scoring goals. Scoring goals. Too. I mean, exciting game.
0: Like I I we just it's so easy to say that watching the Edmonton Oilers is exciting, you know, it's you never know it's what's going to compare, happen. It's, <laughs> tough it's tough, tough to, to compare, compare but when these guys are putting up these kind of numbers. Totally. Just down the street like you said it makes for a great battle and mm-hmm. um could be some real good playoff series if yes. uh, if they ever meet.
1: So some sleeper this week, the Calgary Flames, the Calgary Flames. Time to wake up. Time to wake up, world,
0: on the flames. They're here for real. All right. Just uh, before we move on, Jess, a couple things to mention here before the second period. First of all, um, we got to say a shout-out to, uh, to, to Getzy. 1,000 points. 1,000 uh, points. This guy's lighting it up right now. He's got one goal and like 17 assists or something. But I mean, Uh, look, he's always been a great passer, right? Yeah, he's always been. But I mean, when Perry left, it was like, oh, is he going to be like sad without him now? Well,
1: not now. No,
0: throw him up there with a couple of young guys. He's just like
1: dad with all his kids, you know?
0: Yeah. (laughs) He's been bald for like 15 years. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it's good though. Like, that's how these young guys i mean i don't think it's a fluke troy terry's been unbelievable
0: 16 game point streak at yeah. this at this uh, point it's the crazy
1: season. And i don't think these guys i mean these guys are learning from a true like veteran you know mm-hmm. great so good to see those young kids who are just you know, coming in, learning from that guy. And he, he looks like he's found a, like a pep in his step a little Dude, bit. Dude, he huh? looks
0: great. Zgris is looks like a man on a mission yeah. as well. He's a sniper. Did you oh, see yeah. his OT goal the oh, other night? God. Oh, my god!
1: When he gosh. threw his twig into the crowd? Yeah, <laughs> he did, too. He threw his stick in the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, good Just for he was gets. so
0: excited he didn't know what to do. He had to throw his stick. Yeah. Um, and you yeah. heard it here first, Getty. First first ballot. First ballot. First ballot. Oh, Put it down. good call. Put it down, Pauly. Yeah. He should be. I agree with that. <laughs> And uh, I got one more question for you, Jess. Um, We can't let a podcast go by without mentioning McDavid. Oh, God. Um, The ridiculous goal that he scored the other day that was almost a carbon copy of this goal. He scored the week before, which is the goal of the decade. What do you call this one?
1: I mean, I don't think you can say people are sleeping now. Like, everyone's (laughs) trying as hard as they can, and there's nothing (laughs) to be done. Nothing. This guy just picked the puck up in his own zone, just turned around, said, I'm better than all of you. Yeah. And I'm going to go embarrass everyone. (laughs) Yeah. And he did. Again, he he made another guy fall over. I know. You know what? It's funny because, so you know right now coaches when they're going in Edmonton, especially in that building right now, it's electric. When you get like your, your third pair D or a third, fourth line, I can guarantee you when they're doing their pregame, they're going up to that line and they'll look at them and say, if you see 97 or 29 get on the ice, don't do anything else. Sprint until you're on the bench and off. (laughs) Because if he turns around and sees you, he's going to skate through everyone and score. Yeah, he's going to take it out of himself. get off.
0: You're right. And he continues to do that circle back in his own zone and on the power play. And they haven't found a way to defend that yet. I don't know if you can defend that, and that's why it's so effective.
1: I mean, there's nothing you can do right now. He's just
0: constantly moving. And it's so fun to watch him because sometimes it's almost frustrating because he's almost ahead of the play. Yeah, and the puck doesn't like the the puck will bobble off his stick or skates or sk- get mixed up, and you are like, oh my god, like yeah. it's unbelievable. I will
1: say, I will say that I think Connor McDavid is probably the most entertaining athlete in all of sports right now. I don't think there is anyone who just can just electrify and dominate like this. You know, like every time he touches the puck, even for me, like you know, we're big hockey fans. We kind of understand the game. We see it, but when I like watch him. I feel like a child just... It's confusing. Yeah, I'm like, well, <laughs> which way is he going? Oh, it's in the net, but... Yeah.
2: So does everyone else on the ice, don't worry.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone else yeah. feels like a child. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I know we think highly of him, but uh, one guy who doesn't is John Tortorella. Are you surprised with his comments?
1: Dude, yeah, he's just trying to... I what think a he's dinosaur, He's right? just, just trying to stay relevant. <laughs> yeah. This guy Mick should change got his, game change his
0: game. Yeah, what does he have to change it to?
1: Should he skate back around and go score another goal? Like
0: I don't get it. I mean, surround him with some defensive players if you want to, you know, improve that part of the team's game. But don't rely on him because, you know, we'll say like, you know, he might not be the best defensive player in the league. Although he's getting better every year, he's still not very. You don't have to be. He doesn't. You don't have to be when you have the puck on his stick. He is the best the most gifted offensive player of this generation. No versus, question. Or maybe of all time. Maybe. And and that's, you know, a big thing to say, but it's, he's proven it on a daily basis.
1: Superstar, does it every night. And he's, uh, you know, his, <laughs> what's crazy is his linemate actually has more points than him. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, look, just, just enjoy this moment. Yeah. Like, enjoy this moment in time because, you know, like, if it just seems like Crosby the other day was kind of in his peak and
0: now, you know, it's passed and, Just really enjoy it. Yep, I agree 100%. All right, that's it for tonight's first period. Tonight's second period is brought to you by AccessoryHouseGlobal.com.
2: When we're not talking about hockey on Across the Pond, we're usually listening to music. And after the number of hours our headphones spend on our sweaty ear holes, they usually need a little bit of TLC. Luckily, our buddy Brandon from Accessory House Global is there to help. If you're in need of replacement cables, ear pads, or heck, even a brand new carrying case, this is the one-stop shop you need to visit. Check them out on Instagram at the Real AHG, or visit their website at AccessoryHouseGlobal.com. You can even get a 20% discount on your first purchase by typing in AHG20OFF. Tell them Across the Pond sent ya.
0: All right, we've got ourselves some audio questions, Jess, this week. Um... Looking forward to that, and we'll also check in on the standings. Paul, you want to cue up uh, one of this week's audio questions for us? I'll try my best. See if um, you can handle that. Wiki-wiki,
2: no. Paulie. Oh, no, God's sake. Shotgun and songs time, Rob. <laughs> here we go. We're going to start off with something a little bit short and sweet.
0: And oh, I like if, that.
2: See if you uh, recognize this voice. Here we go.
0: This is uh, Avery Gobo. Just want to get your thoughts on uh, P.K. Sluban and his antics.
1: Gobo, <laughs> Shout out, Globstopper. What's up, man? China buddy?
0: Hockey Group intern extraordinaire. Great flow. Yeah. Great goaltender. And he's a pretty good softball player, too, Jess. Dave, oh. uh, uh, thanks for the question, bud. Great question, um, buddy. You know, things have gone downhill for PK.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if anyone, Classic Roma Montreal, if man. Anyone's, eh? If anyone's career took a downfall in the last 10 years... None more than PK Sluban, as you like to call him. This guy seems to be involved in a lot of these lately, Jess. Yes. Um, and I know you've played against some pretty rough and tumble, maybe some dirty hockey players before. Um, first of all, this is a no-no. no no. Slow and guys in so professional one of the hockey is one of do. the dirtiest things you can do. Yep. Um, and before the season, you know, if you remember, I talked pretty highly about Sammy Blay, how much I loved him. I thought yes. he was like one of these Nick Ritchie guys who can score 20, he's got to do it all. For the Rangers, he's now out for the season. I believe Total. this is the third time P.K. has slew-footed somebody this year or tripped them from behind, sure. whatever you want to sure. call it. Um First two he got fined for. This one, Jess, we, we watched the replay a few times before the podcast tonight. What are your thoughts, Uh, first of all, uh, on this kind of play in general and then here seeing P.K. do it on what seems like a regular basis?
1: Yeah, so look, the slew-foot, I think there's maybe only one Thing that's dirtier in hockey that's the butt end mm. so slew foot maybe for our listeners who don't understand you basically take your foot and you just you trip a guy from kind of behind his feet and if you think about hockey right like you'll, you'll slide your skates out and you just fall straight back such a dangerous and dirty play yeah. if you're ever gonna do it you only do it with one intention in mind like you are actually trying to hurt this yeah. person so dirty dirty move whoever does it you know I, I know the NHL is very good at at handling this stuff like you just can't do that now I agree. Subban has done some borderline very dirty things in his career. Yeah, has his career went according to plan since the Naris and getting traded? Definitely not. Yeah. Now, let me play a little bit of devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. I watched it a couple times. I don't know if there's anyone who has the ability at that speed to just do that. You know, like, I, I, I watched it a couple times. I don't think so. I remember if a number of years ago... When Matt Cook went in on Eric Carlson, and I think he's everyone was saying like he stepped on his back foot and cut yeah. his Achilles. Like, you've got to be like a samurai ninja <laughs> <Yeah>. warrior <laughs> yeah. if you like can just rip that <laughs> out and you know, all of a sudden do that. But you know, I watched it a few times, I don't think it was on purpose. You know, maybe Gobstopper is a huge uh, Rangers fan, which maybe. look, it's an emotional be. game rivalry night. But yeah, look, if, he, if you're if he did that on purpose, then look, you, your days should be numbered. But to me, it it
0: it, I don't know. It didn't look on purpose. It's really hard, like you said. It was at it was at full speed, but like you have to. You often ask me questions about when I'm refing and how I deal with certain situations, certain people. This is one of those ones where like you've got something in the back of your mind. Whether you it shouldn't affect how you ref a game or how you call a game, but it's you're still a human being. You know Mm -hmm. this guy's a reputation. You can't. On know it mm. it's in your brain already so guys like this the league is watching out for already mm. and this is like three in the last in the short period of time yeah he's no suspension got a five thousand fifteen thousand dollar fine this is peanuts for a guy who makes nine million a year mm. i mean
1: crazy they're paying that. <laughs> i know he's making he's, he's one of the highest paid the NHL in the league. <laughs> um,
0: and and uh, you know he's his reputation as you know has gone downhill so quickly and i of course i was i loved him in montreal when sure. he first got there but i knew he wasn't going to last long because big personalities don't often last in those kind of markets especially yeah. in montreal yeah um and he did great things for easy the community great the yeah easy exactly did great things for the community the children's hospital all those things yeah. but this kind of stuff is going to put it is going to tarnish him and his reputation and yeah. uh, the league has to step in I think, and PK's got to sit a few games out before. Uh, yeah. Before it's I gone. mean,
1: and it's brutal too to see a guy like Sammy Blake go down like that. It's yeah. terrible to see. But look, at the end of the day, I think, you know, what's great about the NHL, whether the NHL suspension takes care of it or the next time the Rangers play, I mean, yeah. Ryan Reeves is on that bench. Yep. So, like, you could call it what you like. I know some people don't like it, but that's how the NHL regulates itself. That's so it he can keep be, doing this and maybe the NHL won't do anything, but guess what? Someone in the NHL, or most will. teams now will. Okay. So I'm not worried at all. But, you know, find him some money, whatever. Give him a game or two. But at the end of the day, you know, they'll the make sure this is. stuff stops happening
0: for sure. Yeah, and I hope it does, man, because I hate seeing this kind of thing. And uh, yeah, thanks, Avesa, uh, for great for question. In the guys, question there. I'd like to know your thoughts. So I'll, uh, I'll I'll send that one back to you next time I see you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Paulie. What else you got for us, bud?
2: All right, let me see. This next person is one of my favorite people in Hong Kong. She knows how to dance, does a two-step, Ooh. does a little
0: doodly-doodly-doo. First go. female caller. Hey, guys. Maria here. Big Marc-Andre Fleury fan, and I'm wondering why you think he got off to such a rough start this year? Was it the team? Was he in his head? Is he going to turn things around? And also, LOL at the Habs, as we say back <laughs> on knows, the I'm east on coast abs, of Canada. What a sin. Anyway, keen to hear your thoughts. <laughs> Bye. My
1: favorite caller. My favorite caller. This Easily. has been my favorite call all, like, all the three
2: seasons.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was great. LOL the Habs. LOL the Habs. Enough said, Maria. Love it. I get where you're going with that one. Uh, Jess, Marc-Andre Fleury, um, you know, we were big. I was pretty big hyping up the Blackhawks. I thought, you know. You just had
1: freezing cold takes. All <laughs> <of> <laughs> freezing
0: cold <laughs> takes. Cold take number three. Uh, and then all of a sudden, they got off to a horrible start. Terrible As start. we know, a lot of turmoil in the Chicago organization yeah. right now. Oh, yeah. Um, pretty hard to focus on hockey. Flower had a couple really, really bad starts. Yes. But he's won his last four starts, giving up five goals. He's got a shutout today, first of the year. Um, yeah. Hasn't given up more than two in his last five games. Has yeah. it turned it around. I mean, look. How did it happen? You
1: gotta understand. This guy has been in the NHL for a very long time. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's ever a goalie right now in the NHL who can just deal with adversity, it's this guy. So I would never write this guy off. Yeah. I mean, he won the Vesna last year. <laughs> yeah. You know, like the, I. And for a reminder, the Vesna is the best goaltender <laughs> in the NHL. <laughs> is that- That's what that is, Pauly. I I thought it sounded familiar. (laughs) (laughs) So he was the best goalie in the NHL last year. Um, You know, like you said, the Blackhawks, tough start for the year with all that.
0: They're turning a a corner. They had some issues with COVID.
1: But now they're coming around. I mean, look, it's a veteran group. Probably took a little bit of time to get their legs under them. But, I mean, I'm not surprised at all. Um, You know, I'm sure Vegas could probably... Use him right now as well, but I think this guy—you know—it's probably the first time, even though he's kind of dealt with this before, where he's got a real chip on his shoulder, and I wouldn't discount him at all. I think your boy, Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm,
0: I'm with you 100% on this one. Marc-Andre Fleury has been through way worse adversity than this. Yeah. I mean, he lost his starting job in the first round of the playoffs Yeah, <laughs> one year with Pittsburgh, and Murray yeah. led them to a cup right in front of his face. Yep, so And I mean, he came back in, had two big wins, and then they went back to Murray. Yes. Ah. So, I mean, this is a guy who left. has dealt with some ah. of the biggest heartbreaks, some of the most disappointing moments. He does it all with a smile on his face. Um, yep. I've never heard a bad word from a teammate. Uh, I've never heard a bad word in, a, in an interview. Probably one of the most likable guys. Yeah, so if anyone NHL. can handle it, like you said, Jess, he's the guy to handle it. Yeah, great question. Yeah. Second part of that question, yeah, Maria, LOL to the Habs. Yes. Uh, it's an absolute uh, disgrace What right now what's happening in Montreal. This team just has zero identity. They've lost everything that they had. Um, they built themselves around Carey Price, Shea Weber, Joel Edmondson, Phil Deneau, their entire uh, decor. Romanov couldn't even crack the top six last year because they were. Petrie yeah. was in their second pair where yeah. he can thrive. He'll score fifty points. He won't play. He can't play that number one role that Weber played and still put up points. He can't do both. They just can't keep the puck out of their. net. They can't keep the puck out of their net. They have no identity. Their forecheck is gone, uh, and they don't have the defense to to back them up to to maintain that forecheck that they had last year. And we have to remember, Jess. The Habs were a 500 team last year yeah. that went on a sick run in the playoffs. Yeah. They shouldn't even... They like you know. I think
1: maybe the expectation coming in this year might have been a little... Yeah, inflated. High, but... Exactly. Still, I mean, they have the most goals against yeah. in the NHL. like, And that's not Dom Ducharme hockey. So, no. you know, this team, they're scrambling. Um, I know they're sending guys up and down. They're trying to find the pieces, but they've lost basically their entire veteran group. I mean, it's almost... It's kind of no surprise. The only... Copy part of this whole thing is they beat the
0: Leafs last year in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. After ugly. being down three games to one. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Thank you. Pork, pork, pork. Yeah, but good comment. Thanks, Maria. Maria, um, great question. I hope we hear from you again. And uh, yeah, hopefully we won't have to laugh at the Habs too much longer. Right, Polly? I don't mind laughing at the
2: least. Still, I the, at the, at the sorry, yeah. sorry. Easy. Sorry. Paul, I, 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 I
0: blame up. the steak. I blame the steak. <laughs> it's the steak.
2: The steak with the mistake in the mistake. You got
0: one more for us, bud?
2: No, nah, that's it. That's it. That's it. There's no more. I mean, uh, yeah, I, 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 I really am happy that that's about it. We don't have to listen to any other a holes this week, boys. <laughs> so, uh, with that. How so- do you do, hockey fans oh, and uh, oh, fellow thinking. podcast listeners? Uh, it's maritime rob uh, i got a question for the boys here Sabes. This is about the uh, Sabes, as you know
1: i am a uh, oilers fan things are things are looking up this year uh, but i try not to get my hopes up as usual my
2: question is about a former oiler eberle hanging out in seattle uh, always thought this guy was a winner i uh, really was
1: sad to see him leave edmonton I feel like he's going to win a Stanley Cup
2: in his career. Uh, But what do you think? What are your thoughts on him this year and Seattle as a franchise in general? Looking forward to hearing your answer.
0: Well, first of all, I love the Kraken's new uniforms. I do love that. Uh, They haven't been that exciting of a team so far. God, no. They're fine in their legs. Um, Tan their best player.
1: <laughs> that should tell you about all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: I do agree. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for the question, Thank you, Rob. Martin as Robbie. always, buddy. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know if you know. I I remember Eberle most for his time in the World Juniors. Oh yeah, where he was getting like 15 points in five games, scoring or the
1: greatest goals ever.
0: Yeah, and just like penalty shot That's goals. probably why we just love him. Like everyone in Canada <clears throat> just loves him. Yeah, and he's a small guy who makes it happen. He's fun to watch. Um, He always looks sleepy to me. I don't know. He always looks like he needs a nap. (laughs) Psalm sleeper. He he might be on the psalms. Um, On stakes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, uh, What are your thoughts? I mean, when he was when he was with Edmonton. Imagine if Edmonton still had him and Taylor Hall. Right now, with Drysaddle, McDavid, and Nuge, I mean they had some pieces there, yeah. And they had to move out a couple of bodies to uh, to kind of build their team. You had to move. They I were, mean,
1: the top six is totally different in Edmonton, but yeah, yeah. No, I, look, yeah. I mean, look, everyone loves this guy. Again, he's kind of like that same cut, like of a Ginla, like people just like, you know, he's such a good, like ambassador of what like, like a Canadian kid, and obviously he had a great. Story And yeah, the World man. Juniors was just like electric. I think I, people watch that at least once a year. Every time yeah. the World Juniors comes on, Eberle's name will come up. Yeah. But look, he goes to New York. He has a couple of good years, but he never, he, he, he scores over 20 his first year in New York. Never gets back over that 20 mark. You know, ends up kind of, you know, the last few years, uh, you know, he hasn't had above 40 points. Um, I think he had that stretch where I think his last year in Edmonton, we only had like one year, or, or sorry, one point in the playoffs mm-hmm. when they were playing at Anaheim. And he basically got ran out of town. Goes to the Islanders, and I think he was probably a big part of turning that franchise around. But, yeah, I mean, look, I think Seattle grabbed this guy for a reason. You know, just a, a recognizable guy to try Professional. to build a fan Yeah, Professional. right? Professional. You bring in the game. new fan base. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, look, Maritime Rob, we all love this guy. But, you know, if I were to be a betting man, I think his days are, are done, like in
0: terms of... Being on a championship team, big there. number guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean he he took on a role in in New York. I mean, he, I think everyone did in New York. Yeah, yeah. underneath. It was Trotz, a little mean, Yeah, Trotz. exactly. But Everly was a uh, you know a sneaky power second power play guy who could s- give him the puck in front of the net. It's probably going to end up in the back. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I don't know how much you could say. You know, he's a winner. Um, but i do think he is an excellent player oh, totally. Uh, and he's definitely a really good piece yeah and I would not be surprised if he goes somewhere at the trade deadline at this point of his career right oh, where, I would, where I he's would be great at he may be one of the pieces that they'll move at the deadline to yeah. uh, to a contender
1: and again like if you want to win a cup, you need guys like this so last year you know New York goes on an incredible run just comes up just short yeah we need 11 points you know 19 games 11 points yeah and I guarantee you the Every time you get depth scoring, second, third line, that's where like series are won. Like Absolutely. if all it takes is like this guy to go off in just one series where he can get four or five points, maybe that gets you in the conference final. Maybe that gets you over to the the uh, cup final. Yeah, like so you kind of need that. But yeah, I mean, hopefully he can get there. We all love this guy. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know Maritime Rob. Might have to find a new guy, bud. He's not going to win a cup anytime soon in Seattle. <laughs> Definitely
0: not. <laughs> nice <laughs> but, jerseys, just terrible yeah, power play. Exactly. terrible yeah. forecheck. <laughs> yeah. Terrible lineup. Yeah. All right, before we end the second period, Jess, just a quick look at the standings. Uh, start things off here in the Metro. Not a whole lot of surprises, except for the Islanders being in last place. Yeah, nice one. Uh, got, yeah, Carolina, Washington, <laughs> Rangers, Philly. You got Jersey tied with Philly and Columbus a point behind them and Pittsburgh. Uh just a hit, just another point behind them as well, so pretty tight, pretty tight uh yeah, the lead horses are in the middle there, bit. but yeah. Carolina is just unbelievable. yeah, Washington just had a bit of a tough stretch on the road, but um they're 11
1: yeah. three and five <laughs> scoring like he's eighteen again,
0: yeah, uh, the Atlantic. any surprises for you there? I mean, I know we know we know you're you're pretty hot on Florida there,
1: no surprise here because I know Florida. what I'm talking about when I talk <laughs> Florida Panthers first place in the Atlantic. thank you very much. Good to see the Leafs finally turn it around. They're on fire right now. Paulie, anything you want to say
2: on the Leafs, bud? Nope. No, <laughs> no, no, no. They're doing pretty good. I like it. Yeah. Tampa good.
1: Bay looking like the uh, two-time defending cup champs. The Red Wings, actually, a bit of a surprise, but they haven't been doing great in the last 10, four, five, and one in the last 10, probably coming down to earth a little bit. Yeah. Bruins are coming around. Marshawn's starting to heat up that perfection line. You got to wait for Pasternak to find his game. There's, he seems a bit off this year. Hasn't happened yet. Yeah, they've only
0: got, they've they played 15, so they got a few games in hand. Yeah, it would be here. fine. Then yeah.
1: Sabers have been dust the last <laughs> two seven and one. Their last that's 10 the team after that a I failed step. in the offseason. Thank <laughs> God they're coming back down to earth. And then just the Canadians, which we've talked about, and then the Senators. I mean, we don't know what's going on with the Senators.
0: Man, they were a fun team to watch the first week. Yeah, They were uh they were right there in every game and I now wish we uh I wish we
1: knew what was going on in Ottawa.
0: It but would be really fun if our insider would in Do we have in. an insider there? Well we, Not used, for to, long, we but, used to, what but happened? now it,
1: he's AWAL boys. What
0: we what don't know heck? what's going on in don't Ottawa. don't know where he is. No one's Jeez. heard from
1: him. So now we have no idea what's going on in in Ottawa. Insider, if you're out there, please come back. Yeah. Or yeah. eventually you're gonna be the outsider. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
2: How long have you guys been working on that Oh, one? set that one up, <laughs> baby. Yeah,
0: baby. Thank you very much. Thanks, Will. You're fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Western Conference, Jess, the Central. We got the Minnesota Wild. I mean, still hanging on to first place. Yep. Uh, the Jets uh, still uh, clicking along pretty Kyle well. Kyle Connor is having himself a year. He is awesome, man. Um, St. Louis, yep. uh, they're coming back down to earth a little bit after a really great start, 3-5-2 yep. and two in their last 10. Nashville. Not looking too bad, Matt Shane, bad. I think's got a dozen goals already. It's great to see,
1: great to see bounce back player, great and, guy. And
0: uh, the Colorado Avalanche uh, are finding their game. Oh, I yeah. mean, they've only got 14 games played right now, but they're seven two and one in the last ten. Jess four in a row.
1: The Nate Dog's not even playing. It's coming back soon. Watch out, boys. Watch coming out. Coming back soon. Everyone's expecting this team to just completely dominate, and it's happening right now.
0: Yep. And uh, Chicago's starting to play better. Um, so look for them to uh, to bounce back in the next week or so. That division's going to really tighten up. Yep. There's no one running. And away with that, Coyotes. Just Coyotes, hang in there, guys. Hey, almost 500 in their last 10. Uh, it's still, <laughs> <laughs> after losing their first, next, time. please. <laughs> you will not get 30 seconds of time. No, Coy- no, Arizona no. Coyotes. Just play better. Pacific, uh, <coughs> Pacific. Well, we already talked about the Calgary Flames, Edmonton yep. Oilers. Uh, we had a lot. the surprise here, buddy. The Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, bouncing back. Tough, getting start, healthy, but now they're back. Getting healthy. That's right. Um, are you surprised the Sharks are slipping away? Because they got off to a really good start as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think they just came out of the gate a bit bit hot. But, again, I, I just don't see it from this team. I just... I'm so disappointed in the Canucks. Yeah, I was just going to ask you, what man. What the heck is wrong with this team?
0: Oh, there's going to be a dumpster fire there soon.
1: Coach gone. GM gone. Get rid of them What's all. What's next? This team is just... The lineup they have... I can't believe it. And they just look... Like they look like they've just given up, you know, just a terrible, terrible showing. But yeah, and then Seattle, just again, you know, I mean, I don't, I think this was expected. Yeah, for sure. But uh, I think a lot to be hopeful for in Seattle anyway. Fan base has been rocking. City's rocking, hundred percent. Just you know, got to get a couple better players. And hey, they're
0: not expected to win. That's no, not even. A, no. the, but Vancouver was expected to be doing a lot better. Unbelievable. Uh, the that Los Angeles I mean. Kings are playing really good hockey right now. Yeah. Uh, without Drew Dowdy, who's Rumored to be skating, well, he's skating non-contact jersey right mm-hmm. now, so mm-hmm. he'll be back soon. That team is 6-2-2 in their last 10.
1: Kopitar looks unbelievable again, which is great to see. it would be interesting to see what's going to happen with Kopitar. Yeah, That'd I know. would be a deadline. That'd be a big move, but yeah, maybe this guy could be an instant impact.
0: I know, but if these guys hang around, I mean, I can't, I can see them battling with Anaheim uh, for that fourth spot. I think they're the two teams that are going to battle. I think Vegas will end up passing them. Yeah. And then the two teams in Alberta will stay there. But
1: Yeah, good point. You might yeah, have maybe. Vanaheim, sneak in
0: Los Angeles battling for playoff spots. Maybe, maybe. That would be pretty exciting. All right, folks, that does it for our second period. Tonight's third period is brought to you by Wheel Hub Asia.
2: Wheel Hub Asia is committed to building community and bringing accessibility to inline hockey players in Southeast Asia. They've just started a new program called 3 Inline, which is Hong Kong's first three-on-three inline hockey league. Wheel Hub Asia stands for professionalism and collaboration for inline hockey players by inline hockey players for all your inline hockey needs head to their website at wheelhubasia.com
0: all right Jess uh, quick update on the CIHL we got a few uh, veteran players back in the back in their prospective uh, lineups yep and uh, things were a little different this weekend um, two games this weekend folks the Kowloon Warriors upsetting the defending champs the Hong Kong Tycoons 9 to 3 Jess ugly one. Uh did you I'm sure you watched that game. I wasn't able to be at the rink yeah. this weekend. Uh well, she led the way with uh, three goals and three apples. Still got it. First the new father, star.
1: the new father. Yeah,
0: Jake Macdonnell with seven helpers. <laughs> Needed him back in the Second star. <laughs> and of course, Smitty oh, slides yeah. in with a little hat trick. Oh, gets yeah. a third star. <laughs> how yeah, do I get, know it. I uh... seven
2: helpers and not get first, first star. Come on. Well, well, well. she had three I and had three. Bag runs of the
0: league, man. <laughs> uh, yeah! yeah. <laughs> His line made now. Just yeah. kidding, Greg. Uh, but yeah, um, so a nine-three victory um, uh, for a team that's been struggling. I mean, we mentioned it earlier. the The Warriors were missing a few of their big. Belushi's back. back for them. has uh, been healthy. getting back from a bad knee. Yeah. Um, the, the turnouts, uh, players-wise, hasn't been great lately. Um, yeah. There have been a lot of small benches. Yeah. A lot of things going on on Saturday night. Sometimes it's tough to get the lineups out there. But yeah. A little COVID shock COVID-2
1: going out here. and you yes. know, it's, it's unfortunate. But,
0: no, it'll, it'll bounce back. I'm a little shocked with 9-3, though. I mean, the Tycoons are a good team. I, I'm sure they must have been missing a few guys. Yeah, they were missing some of their... Uh, they're top end guys, but uh, the last two weeks, actually,
1: because I know we put a beat down on them too. That's subtle, right. The week subtle, aces. <laughs>
0: subtle aces. Subtle aces shut up. A little eight eleven three. 11 3. So, yeah, the, the Tycoons are in a bit of a skid right now at 11 3, nine, three losses back to back. Game two, Jess, you guys, uh, the Macau aces took down the Sharks 5 3. Yeah. That sounds like it was a pretty good game. Great game. Um, I mean, one. the Sharks coming along. Jordan So looks a little healthier. Yeah, it's good to uh, see him back. They, they, Friend of the show, Avery Gobble. Gobstopper. Gobstopper Nets. Yeah, robbed um, me a few times. Did he? Bugger. <laughs> uh, tell me a little bit about that game. How did it go? Yeah, it was great.
1: Um, that was probably like the two most well-equipped teams, I think, of the night. Like, it was a good head-to-head matchup. Um, but, yeah, I think we got a, a couple lucky ones late. And then both goalies played great. I mean, probably the two better goalies in the league. Liam and Avery. Yeah, it yeah. was a real goaltender battle. But it was a fun game. I mean That's great, man. That was a good game. Whitney uh,
0: Olsen, first star, two goals and a helper. After being activated from the seven-day DL. From the DL. DL. <laughs> <laughs> How's his, ha-
1: his ham? He's okay? <laughs> he's okay. I think it was a strained motivator cuff, but, <laughs> <laughs> but he's back now, so it's great. That's great. Uh, second nice him.
0: Second star of the game from the Sharks. Friend of the show as well. who we wrote in last week. Mr. Matt Sackney. Damn. That Sackney. boy Sack.
1: Two huge goals. Yeah. Uh, they're gonna be early. losing
0: Sack, I hear. He might yes. be heading yes. leaving the city, Jess.
1: You know, he was uh we did this thing for him at the beginning of the game where we gave him a jersey. Everyone signed it, an aces jersey. He played four games for the Aces. Yeah. <laughs> and we gave him the sign off. And uh no, nah, I mean look, the league won't be the same without him. The city won't be the same without him. But yeah. you know, we wish him all the best. He's got a good thing going back in uh Canada super happy for him, and it's yeah. uh, just kind of the the way it is in Hong Kong. You know, you, uh, people come and go, but the they could the day, have though, gave him first star.
0: No, no is mean, <laughs> one, man. he had to be better than Whitney.
1: this is one man. It's,
0: Whitney it's hobbling around on one leg out there. Whitney's cold game like MJ. <laughs> <laughs> Third star, Jeremy Chang with a goal and two assists. Played unbelievable, actually. Yeah, Played he's one of your young, one of your newer players.
1: Newer guy. Yeah, we had a few guys on the back end that were really dragging it. <laughs> <laughs> not yourself included well, I mean, look, It wasn't my best It wasn't my worst But um, yeah. yeah no he played great It was just a fun game man
0: Awesome man And um, folks if you're not aware The CIHL is Hong Kong's elite adult Full contact hockey league uh, Playing every Saturday night Over in Discovery Bay at the new arena uh, Come on over Check out the action um, It's it's great hockey It's a lot of fun It's uh, bring your family Bring the kids Bring the wife Bring the husband <laughs> Fill this fill this rink and let's get the excitement going here, Jess. That's it. That's it. That's it. it. <laughs> Polly. Yeah, well, yeah.
2: Yeah. It's story time, I yes. think. Oh, is this? Okay, yes. okay, okay, okay. All right. Let me see if I can dig something up here. Got any more East for <laughs> <source>? <laughs> <laughs> It's gotta be Leaf's turn, right? We went Bruins' <laughs> tabs. Yeah. No, no, no. This one we're gonna go uh a little bit south of the border. Ooh. A little bit of a crazy story. Ooh. But, uh, here, let me see if I can read through this without making many mistakes. No chance. <clears throat> no chance at all. <laughs> 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 all right. Gather around, children. During a post-championship party in 1991, the Pittsburgh Penguins discovered that the Stanley Cup does not float. After the talented Phil Bork decided to take a dive into Mario Lemieux's pool while cradling it, it quickly revealed that it was an awful idea. The cup sank to the bottom of the pool. (laughs) Furthermore, a piece of the cup actually broke off, necessitating the hockey legends to repair it, which they did by using duct tape. (laughs) Between their strong play on the ice... And with the damages they caused to the Stanley Cup itself, the Penguins surely left their mark on Lord Stanley's mug. Oh, no what pun intended. That was not G- bad. Hey what man, a story! Hey man, that story, Paulie. Yeah, that was, that, that was a good cup
0: has taken a beating. Oh it's, taking
2: oh a beating. it's taking a beating.
0: Can you imagine the things that have happened to that thing? Try not to. Phil uh, Pritchard must be like rolling in his bed every night, and he's like, "What are they doing to my cup? Today? Where's think, my cup? What are I think they doing he's probably got, got
1: the best. Job, because he has to be with it. The right? cup
0: handler. Yeah, yeah. He gets to go to all the parties.
1: Yeah. Remember, like a couple years ago with Caps One, they're swimming in the fountain. Like he's probably right there. <laughs> yeah. He's probably just in oh. the water. Yeah. Every family gets it. Man, what a life. Yeah.
0: Best yeah. job on the planet, Phil Second Pritchard. Best. Sunset
1: Studio. Uh, Monday nights, baby. Boom, baby. Woo.
0: Yeah. All right, folks. Uh, Jess, thanks very much. bud. as always, Polly, thanks, thanks for boys. having us. Right. Thank that you. was across the pond, and that's a wrap. See you next time. Thank you once again to our amazing sponsors, the China Hockey Group, AccessoryHouseGlobal.com, Wheel Hub Asia, The Big Bite Restaurant, Felix & Co., Psalm Sleep, and Yardley Brothers Craft Brewery. And of course, our head honcho here at Sunset Studio, Mr. Paul McLean. Folks, if you want to reach out, send in a question or a comment to acrossthepondhk.com or find us on social media at acrossthepondhk.
2: Between their strong play on the ice and with the damages that they caused on the cup itself, the Pittsburgh Pengu- Penguins. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that almost did it!